Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Hey, and I want to thank you guys. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about a recent experience with CE I had where I took an IV sedation training program and uh, with docs in Lexington, Kentucky. So I want to talk through some of that. And I also want to apologize for missing a week. Uh, there's a good reason. Well, uh, it's a logic. I mean, yeah. There's we a story. We kind of get into it. It's kinda, a story yeah. behind it. So we'll talk about that in next week's episode. Uh, but this week, I want to get caught up on uh, from three, basically from three weeks ago. Yeah, from you being the student for once. Yeah. So uh, uh, let me turn it over to Meredith, and she's going to give you our weekly update. Hello, everyone. I have a couple things before we get started. I have a review. So if you haven't left us a review, log on to Apple Podcasts and leave us. Or Spotify. Even. I would. Yeah, I listen on Spotify. I prefer a five-star review, but whatever you've got to give. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one is from Josh Hudson. He says, this is one of the best dental podcasts. It's one of the better dental podcasts out there. T-Bone is a smart and practical person to listen to on changing your practice for the better. But even more important for a podcast, he's likable and entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Would your team believe that after this past couple weeks? His recommendations are helpful and wise to implement, and I feel like he is more transparent than other podcasts and how he feels a practice should change for improvement. Wonderful. Who is that again? Very kind. Josh Hudson. Is he real? Josh Hudson. I want to thank you. That was like a heartfelt <laughs> review. Yeah. We've gotten some good ones lately. A lot yeah. of people listening on their commute. So yeah. I think traffic's coming back. Um, I just want to add also in the world of 3D, we have added a 3D printing course in December, which is likely to sell out because we did this in August and yeah. it was a hit. So pretty cool class. That's with Sully Sullivan. All right, well, perfect. So let's get into today's episode. And uh, so um, I took an IV sedation training program. It's something I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, and uh, my buddy, John Poschersnitz, JP, who also teaches with us here at 3D, uh, texted me one day, said, hey, dude, I'm taking this. I didn't, he didn't really say dude. Yeah, but maybe he, said, he did. Hey, <laughs> maybe, not on text. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm taking this IV sedation training program. You should come with me. And I said, I said, uh, are there any seats left? And he said, yeah. I you said, were hoping for no. No, no, I wanted to go. And <laughs> yeah. then uh, so uh, 
so I signed up, and uh, so that was awesome. So let's let's talk about it, Mary. Yeah. So we have been doing oral sedation in the practice. Yeah. Um, but what are benefits of sedation? Yeah. Like why would somebody want to do sedation in their practice? Yeah. So let's talk about sedation from that perspective, because, um, uh, I've shared this slide before uh, when, when I speak, I've surveyed, uh, the dentists and, and the team members in the mm-hmm. audience and only about 25% of the practices that, uh, that participate in any of our programs are offering, sedation services and i'd like to get a little bit deeper with that now find out who's offering it regularly and to me regularly would be at least once a week right would be uh, regularly and i think that number would drop significantly there uh so the first question is is why have sedation you know and and i look at it as uh, sedation is a phenomenal practice builder um and and i've you know i've now i know i've mentioned this on the podcast before but um number one it opens up your practice to a market that's probably not being served, uh, namely in the high anxiety patients. Uh, number two, uh, for, and that wasn't a goal for me. When I first took it, actually, uh, when I first started offering oral sedation, I took the Docs Oral Sedation Program um, in 2002, 2001 or two in Dallas, Texas. And um, I was at that point, I was brand new practice, essentially, and I was just trying to get some patients. And so I, I read some of their articles from Michael Silverman, some of the articles and stuff. And uh, he talked about how you can tap into a whole new market and build a practice. And I was like, I'm in. And yeah. then, you know, my, you know, but, but like with everything else, my mindset was I'm going to build a whole practice around sedation. sedation. And that was going to be the magic bullet. And it didn't turn out to be the magic bullet, but it turned out to be a bullet in my, right. in my, in our arsenal. And uh, so, we took the program. I did well with it. We offered it. And we, I did some marketing for the high fear patient. And personally, uh, I found pretty quickly I didn't like that. I, I didn't like um, deal. I don't Attracting mind. Attracting the high fear patient. Right. I didn't, I didn't like. Um, nervous. Patients that are nervous about I, surgery. You know, I have patients that are nervous. And that, uh, I, I just didn't. There's something about the high anxiety patient that. Um, that just didn't fit well with what I was trying to build. But I decided to continue to offer sedation in our practice, and I would selectively offer it to people in the very beginning. And what I found was more and more people were very interested in in having sedation, mm-hmm. especially when they found out it was a pill and not a needle. Right. And uh, so, so oral sedation has... Uh, in the beginning was a selective offering that we offered to patients when we did larger cases or when patients mentioned that they were afraid of of the dentistry. And then slowly but surely, it became one of those things that we generally talked about. And we started offering it uh, more and more because people were asking for it. We put signs up. Mm-hmm. We did some internal marketing around sedation. And then probably about 2007 or so, uh, six, seven, somewhere in that ballpark, um, I made a decision that any procedure over three hours was going to be sedation. And we would just build that into the fee uh, because I didn't like working on people awake for three hours and checking the two hygienists and making patients feel like they're waiting and stuff like that. So uh, so we just started building it in. And when I first started implementing uh, sedation, I used to do it on Fridays only because that was my day off, and then slowly we moved it into a regular work day. And, uh, you know, we've been doing oral sedation since then, 
and I never thought I would have a need for much more than oral sedation uh, until we got into more surgical procedures. And what I found is oral sedation is phenomenal for longer procedures. Uh, I, I found that it's really good for longer procedures. So the benefits of sedation we have mm-hmm. from a patient standpoint, time and fear. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. then um, from a business standpoint, what would you say? How has it helped your practice? Oh, because we're doing more dentistry. The so patients are more receptive. Yeah, a lot of patients. It's very easy. It's I We say this all the time. It's very easy when we're talking to be like, Meredith, I know we've got a few areas we want to talk about. You've mentioned um, that you have some, you know, you have a little bit of anxiety. Nobody really loves being at the dentist. Totally get it. One option available for us is to consider sedation. And we're happy to look at sedation. There's a small fee associated with it. Uh, but, Meredith, if you don't mind me suggesting... Um, if we're going to look at doing sedation, we might as well go ahead and consider knocking out everything so that way you only have to be sedated one time. And right. almost 80% of the time, they're like, absolutely. Yeah. And then suddenly insurance isn't an issue. Right. Suddenly, they forget you know, how much yeah. it costs. Put yeah, me they, on a payment plan. Uh, exactly. Make it work. You know, because because we've given them a benefit for it. Right. So I, I found it from that perspective. Uh, from a business side, it also reduces a lot of stress for me. I don't, I don't, when I have a sedated patient, I don't stress out about running behind. Mm-hmm. I don't stress out about hopping over to the next room to do my hygiene checks, or maybe there's a limited exam that pops in uh, that I need to do a quick bite adjustment yeah. or something on. So from a business side of view, it's great. I don't look at sedation as I'm, it's a revenue producing line item itself. Right. We only charge $250 for the, for oral sedation Service. in our practice. And I know we should probably charge more, but uh, for me, it's quite frankly, it's more convenient. It's more about me yeah. <laughs> than the patients. I would say our office has the systems down for oral yeah. sedation. Yeah. No problem. We do it very regularly. Yeah. We'd almost, everyone in the office would almost prefer it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You take the patient back. They don't have any questions that day. You've already answered everything. Yeah. They can Money's been taken answer, care of. Right. Everything's set up. They have a ride. You just call when the ride is over. So, and what? you wheel them out. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> wheel right them out. Right down by. the ramp. <laughs> buckle them up. Literally. And call it a day. <laughs> yeah, literally buckle them up and call yeah. it a day. Um, so, what took you so long to do the IV sedation, seeing as the oral sedation was working? Yeah. So, um, the, you know, the only negative besides I've, the peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah, it's been on my list for many years. Yeah. Um, uh, the only negative I'm going to get to oral sedation or give to oral sedation are, are a few things. Uh, one is um, some patients will arrive sleepy and mm-hmm. you're literally ready to go to work. Yeah. Some patients will take 30 to 40 minutes to get uh, sleepy-ish. Yeah. Some patients will take an hour and a half or so to get sleepy-ish. And some patients just won't right. get sleepy. So the unknown that's there. A little bit of unknown. Yeah. Uh, certainly that, that's absolutely part of it. And then it, it can be a scheduled disruption if suddenly we anticipate. We, we, we allocate about an hour mm-hmm. of time for the patient to get ready to do dentistry. And again, 70% of the time that's more than adequate. But then it can be a disruption when it takes longer. Right. Uh, to get somebody to the point where they're, you know, mentally ready to let us do the work on them. Uh, so, so that was one challenge for it. Um, and then the other challenge was I couldn't, I didn't, I'm not so aggressive where I'm willing to give people a lot of medication and get them too deep. 
because with oral sedation, you can't really titrate it. Mm-hmm. And so you give it to them. Everybody's going to have a different effect. The same patient have a different effect each time they come in. So I was a little, had a little bit of hesitation and fear about getting them too deep. And there are times where I'm like, God, I really, I really like this patient to stop moving yeah. or for them to have a better experience because they are expecting, you know, sedation, even though we tell them they probably won't go to sleep. Um, you know, so, so, so some of that fear was there. That was, that was um, some of the negatives of oral sedation and why I wanted to uh, provide IV sedation. Uh, the main reason, there are two main reasons I didn't do IV sedation. Uh, you know, with my first 10 years of my career was economic issue. I, I mean, it was a fifteen, dollars $25,000 program. Uh, that's so, I, so from the cost perspective, it's an expensive program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second part of it was uh, the time commitment. Uh, it, it was all the programs I looked at at the time were three, four weekends, multiple weekends over three, four months. Yeah. And um, that was that took time away from the office, which cost money. And then also for me, uh, with my speaking, my speaking schedule at the time, um, it just didn't like one of the we- two of the three weekends would fit, but the right. third weekend wouldn't yeah. fit or, you know, three of the four weekends. And then this one wouldn't fit. And it just it just didn't work, work out. Yeah. And then so when docs released their program where <clears throat> it was a hybrid where you would do uh, all the didactic component online and through Zoom. This was pre-COVID even. They yeah. were doing this. And then uh, you would go in and do four or five days of of um, all your live patient work. And you do we did 20. I did 21 sedation cases on real human beings and did real dentistry on them. Um, it just it made sense. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't balk at the fee, and yeah, I mean, it's a little expensive. It was like seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars, I, I think. Someone that was seventeen or eighteen, I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, um, yeah, so, so I, I jumped at the chance. And frankly speaking, COVID is the reason I could go because we had classes scheduled, yeah. all kinds of th- you know speaking events, different canceled. things that got canceled. Right. Uh, so my my calendar freed up. So I wanted to take advantage of going, and and that's really the reason. It just didn't fit initially. It was a money issue, and then it just didn't fit into my life. And circumstances made it to where a a solution was available. Uh, to give them a lot of credit, a solution was available for a common problem, and uh, the stars aligned for me to go do it. Yeah. So um, you left on Tuesday. Yeah, you I left on Tuesday. Like three. <laughs> of Took two assistants. You I, guys stayed until Sunday. Yeah, so we stayed. Uh, I didn't, you know, when I signed up for it, I was like, oh, it's a few days. I didn't add it up. It was five yeah. hotels. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. So it was five nights in the hotel, yeah. uh, which is which is fine. I mean, yeah, just felt like you were gone forever. It did feel like I was gone you forever. You guys were tired when you got back. So the experience, though, overall was good. A lot of the busy work was done before you got there. Yeah, yeah. So the exp- I, I, I'll be honest with you. The experience was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, now, look, I look at everything with a few different eyes. Okay. So my first eyes, I'm looking at it as a attendee, mm-hmm. uh, as a dentist that wants to learn a technique and actually put it back into practice. That's one aspect of it. I'm also looking at it as a person, as a competitor, mm-hmm. uh, as a person that does, we do oral sedation training at 3d dentists, uh, with Dr. Brian McGue. 
Um, so as a competitor, I'm looking at what they're doing and how they're doing it. And then as a business person, I'm just looking at the business overall. So I, I got to be honest, they, they did a phenomenal job. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they're clearly, uh, they've got their stuff together. Dr. Fack is phenomenal. Uh, Dr. Wilson was phenomenal. And Dr. Combs are fantastic. Uh, they were three different personalities from each other that had uh, specific roles within the program. And, and they, they really, they provided a f- first-class experience. And when they say they were long days and they were, it was no joke and it was long and you worked hard, uh, they weren't joking. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you had we, to get those sticks. Yeah, so, you know, we went in every day at, uh, so the way it works is four days. Uh, day one is ACLS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and getting prepared for the clinical days. Uh, day two, three, and four are the clinical days where you're actually doing dentistry and doing sedation on patients that they provide for you. Uh, and uh, so uh, each day started at 7 or 7.30 and ended. Our, our earliest finish was 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Our latest finish was 8.30. So, wow. so that's were, bedtime for you. Were, for me, they were one hundred percent was bedtime. So they were long days, but uh, Anthony Fact, Tony Fact, did phenomenal. He as uh, I had I've met him before briefly, um, but uh, this I got to spend some time with him. He has a, in my opinion, a very great demeanor. I couldn't get him to, uh, he you know I couldn't get a reaction out of him. He was so <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like proper. That, no, no, it wasn't that he was proper. It was just. I couldn't get him to get mad. <laughs> That's what I mean by that. I couldn't yeah. get him to like, like, all right, dude, shut up. You know, yeah. I couldn't get him to do any of that stuff. And, uh, and then Carol, Carol Wilson was fantastic. And, uh, uh, Maxi Combs, they were, they were just so good. They were so nice and so welcoming and, and, uh, supportive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, the other thing is, um, I want to talk about, uh, on that is it gave me a newfound respect for, uh, live patients. Um, from an attendee perspective. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, we do our, as you know, yeah. obviously, you, I hope you know, <laughs> Meredith, we do our live patient uh, this year in 2020. Mm-hmm. We started our live patient training program for, where, implants. for dental implants, mm-hmm. uh, our digital implant continuum. And um, so we provide live patients for people and they work. And, you know, I always be like, why, why do people work slower? Why do people? And then I didn't get it until I went through it again myself in Lexington, and I'm like, man, something about working in somebody else's office, uh-huh. something about the pressure of, of, of you know, an un... Not your patient. Not my patient. Right. Not my equipment. You know, being around other colleagues and feeling judged. Uh-huh. Uh, being judged by the instructors. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, <laughs> failing at things. Keep going. Yeah. So Everybody it, loves hearing this. This is but, the real stuff. But it was, it was really... Um, it was it was eye opening for me, mm-hmm. you know. I, you know, I've been built up, or I believe the hype that I'm so good at everything. And frankly speaking, I sucked at this. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, you know, they worked with me. They pumped me up a little bit because after after day one of clinic, I was pretty defeated. I, I don't know. Did I, I text saw, you? No, but I saw JP posted the numbers, <laughs> and I was like, ooh. <laughs> Some I was of them in were last, like double. I was in last place because because I. Um, That's you know, the only reason he posted it, by the way. You know that, right? No, I'm probably, probably. He was but, in the lead, I think. That's yeah, he was. But you know, um, it was humbling. Mm-hmm. It was, it was such a humbling experience for me uh, to, and and the patients. Oh my, this 
poor one. She sticks in my head. I remember her. I don't remember her name, but I remember her. I tried 10 times. She probably remembers you too. To get that <laughs> IV started, and I couldn't do it. I mean, oh my God. I couldn't uh, poor do lady. It. She didn't know what she signed and up for. She thought she was going to get one <laughs> stick. And then the next person went in there and got it on the <laughs> first try. And it just defeated me. And and so, um, but but, but on the, to the patient's credit, they knew what they were there for. Uh, many of them had been there before and they were right. like, hey, we're just here to help. I, and when I missed, I had, I had some of the patients say, it's okay. <laughs> the other ones missed too <laughs> in the last class. They're like and, your little cheerleaders. Yeah, and uh, so it was, it was awesome. It, okay. it, was, it was really, and, and part of it was we were giving back to, because most of these people, frankly speaking, the, you know, the dentistry was right. free to them and um, a lot of them couldn't afford it. And they were so grateful. And I was great. Right. I told every one of them, thank you for being you know, thank you for allowing us to work on you and being part of this experience for me. Um, it was it was awesome, and I, I think my I took two assistants. They required to bring one. Uh, I brought two. I'm super happy I bought two. I think everybody that took one, uh, in retrospect, wishes they had two. Uh, mm-hmm. You can get by with one, but two was better. Yeah. Um, I think they had a good experience. I think they they weren't prepared for the long days as were as either was i yeah. um but uh, you know we made it through the days went by well it, it was it was a great experience i mean i can't i can't say anything really negative about it uh, other than there's no nonstop flight to lexington kentucky <laughs> well that might just be right now because of covid no times. there wasn't a, even even before, oh, before covid there wasn't a nonstop um so we talked about kind of the pros and cons of yeah. oral sedation yeah what difference is IV sedation going to be for your practice? Well, it's a... Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, let's get back to this week's episode. Good question, Meredith. I think... um yeah, I think I got to look at why I want to do IV. Number right. one is I do, as I do more surgical cases, I need my patients to be asleep for 20 or 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I, c- I can't predict that time with oral sedation, right. as I mentioned. Yeah. But with IV, I can, I can deliver the medication. It works in three, four minutes. And I can have them out if I'm going to be, you know, if I'm working on something I need, I need to go a little deeper for, for fif- you know, for a little bit of time, I can do that. Um, so it gives me a lot more control. And um, it, it's just more control. And, yeah. and frankly speaking, we're doing more surgical cases. Uh, so, I, and, and my, when I refer to IV sedation, it's for my short surgical cases, you know, uh, 30 minutes to an hour and a half mm-hmm. would be something, you know, 30 minutes to two hours would be something I would be comfortable uh, doing Sedated. IV sedation yeah. for uh, on relatively healthy people. That was the other part of the experience, by the way. Uh, we didn't work on just healthy people. We worked on uh, some obese people, some mm-hmm. recovering drug addicts, some recovering alcoholics, diabetics, uh, some ASA class threes. That you uh, may not be treating in your office. Oh, some of them I definitely wouldn't have yeah. treated in my office. Because I did one. I one of the reasons I was thinking was the convenience. Mm-hmm. We have been doing some IV sedation, mm-hmm. but you've been bringing somebody yeah. in. And from what I see, we're having to work around their schedule. Yeah, You're having to work. provider's schedule, right. yeah. So whoever's coming in to, do the, to administer the IV, you've been having to work around their schedule because they're not available when you yeah, would prefer to do the surgeries, yeah. right? So this will help too. Yeah. So so that part of it is I want to be able right. to have deeper sedation for a short period of time on mm-hmm. my surgical cases. Um, I, I jokingly say this, uh, but my North Raleigh... Uh, uh, house moms, yeah, are the ones that that <laughs> need the IV sedation, the wives of North Raleigh, that yeah. need the sedation for the single extraction, bone uh-huh. graft, implant placement. Uh, that they want the sedation for that, yeah. and so I w- and I want to get them out. Um, that's one aspect. The other aspect, and, and it kind of brings in another part of this, is um, we've been doing IV sedation in our practice, but I've been bringing an anesthesia person right. to do it, and as you mentioned, it was to their it was on their schedule. Right. In other words, we would either pre-book a date and uh, I'd be on the hook for that date or, you know, we'd find the patient and then say, all right, let's check with the anesthesiologist and when we can do it. Six weeks later. Like we, we got a double arch case that we're doing yeah. uh, that we can't get in until second week in November. Uh, and this was a month ago we booked it, right? right. So, um, so so those are part of it. And uh, so, but that leads into kind of the different types of, se- the sedation we're offering in our practice. Because... I want a. I want. I want to give a shout out to Docs, and I, I want to thank them for a phenomenal experience. Uh, again, I did pay for the program. Happy to pay for the program. Um, I don't want anybody to think that there's anything like that going on. Um, but I also I, I want to encourage people to get sedation trained. Uh, you know, oral sedation. You know, selfishly, I know Docs does it as well. But selfishly, we provide a great oral sedation program here in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, with 3D dentists. Uh, we'd love to have people attend that. We do uh, have a few openings left for November, November sixth and yeah. seventh. Uh, thank you. Good job, Meredith. You know, thank you. <laughs> I do know when I have to work. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, um, you know, so. But I want people to continually expand. It, it's it's yeah. just been my thing, and and I felt part of me felt like a little bit of a of a quitter or a failure because I've been wanting to do IV, uh, but I haven't done it. And, and I didn't. Another thing I didn't mention: I'm afraid of doing the sticks on people. Mm-hmm. Like I know we do PRP and PRF. Yeah. But I I don't do the sticks. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna mention that is that you don't. For somebody who gives needles all day mm-hmm. to inject, you really don't like needles. I don't like getting them. Yeah. I don't really like giving them. Yeah. Uh, there's something different about doing it in the mouth versus doing it in the yeah. m- on the arm. Vein. 
because you don't really miss necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> you know, trying That's to true. You, you can miss. We yeah. can miss blocks, but you know, you're not trying to hit a certain spot. Right. Like if I miss, I mean, it's not going to work. Uh, we can be the like that time area. your arm swelled up. Yeah, you like that, that time I was getting my own IV yeah. infusion. Um, but yeah, so so in our practice, so th- let's talk about this. There are three types of sedation, mm-hmm. um, generally speaking. Okay, there's oral sedation. Uh, which we'll call minimal sedation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's IV sedation, which is moderate sedation, and then there's general anesthesia, which is lights out. Hospital. Yeah. Well, well, Bringing deep, someone Like in, lights yeah. out, yeah. okay? Uh, so in our practice, we've been offering all three for the last uh, four or five, five years or so. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that we did oral sedation in facility, um, and then if a patient needed IV, we would go to my surgeon's office mm-hmm. and do it there until we had the uh, Surgical Center for Dental Professionals built uh, a year and a half or so ago. And then we would go there. And then with patients that needed general anesthesia for really large and complicated cases, uh, we would go to my surgeon's office or go to the SCDP and do the cases there. So we've been offering it. And then uh, starting this year, I was bringing Dr. Henderson in to do IV and general anesthesia in the practice, and he had a mobile service that mm-hmm. came in and did it. So, so there, there are three different types of services, and again, I like to talk about how I break it down. Uh, to me, gen- and I, I know some people are going to think it's overkill, general anesthesia for us is every full arch implant case is uh, uh, is prepared for intubation general anesthesia where the patient's lights out. Um, yeah. Uh, it's my preference. It gives me control. Except for that one time you did it in front of 10,000 people <laughs> with no sedation. <laughs> That's no sedation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just that yeah, one time. 7, no big deal. 7,000, not 10,000. No big deal. Or the time a month before that I did it in, in yeah. San Francisco in front of a few hundred. Um <clears throat> And then we, we did IV sedation. IV sedation was one of those things where we just didn't offer it a lot because it was complicated. I had to go somewhere or bring somebody in. Yeah, and so it wasn't really worth the It wasn't worth it to me, yeah. Uh, we had patients because it'd be, it'd be, you know, anytime I bring the anesthesia person in and go somewhere else, it's two to $4,000. Yeah. And so, you know, we passed that along to the patients. And a lot of patients said, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I just need a tooth taken out. Right. I'm like, okay, well, I totally understand. Yeah. And uh, then oral sedation for us has been really for general dentistry. I still think for general right. dentistry, oral sedation is fantastic. Um, it works unbelievably well. Uh, but as we get into more surgical work, uh, we need the IV sedation, and as we do advanced surgical cases, we need the capabilities of general anesthesia. Now, when it comes to the practice, um, you know, I've been, I've, I've always from day one, and it's not a requirement, but I've always required a physician's clearance for oral sedation. Mm-hmm. So if the patient doesn't have a physician, they would, I would make them see a physician. I didn't override it. I didn't make it like, oh, you're good, Meredith, you're great, you're yeah. healthy. I, Nonetheless, I wanted yeah. a physician's clearance just to see why. Even if they just went to the urgent care. Yeah, whatever. It, yeah. You know, whatever they went in. So yeah. uh, so I always required that. Um, so in our practice, um, we'll still do that for IV sedation. And my, my intention with IV sedation is to not tackle unhealthy individuals or or involve surgical cases. So in other words, I don't want to be the one administering the meds, monitoring the patient, and doing 
complex dentistry. you know surgical dentistry where i my focus needs to be on the dentistry i'm doing i don't want to be stopping drawing you know dro- thinking about dropping meds right. thinking about hearing the patient how this is going on so we'll continue to bring dr henderson in and use the surgical center uh for complex cases, cases medically and surgically uh so that way we you know we can have somebody uh monitor that for us even if it's just iv yeah uh, because we've done some iv cases with dr henderson um so we'll do that, but I want that middle of the road. Yeah, somebody that's quick wants it a little bit deeper. Uh, I want to have I want to have more tools in my tool belt. Yeah, I think this uh, is a huge barrier for some patients. Yeah, and absolutely, I think it's it is going to make a big difference in yeah. what we offer. Jumping from uh, oral sedation to the IV sedation. Yeah, so now it's just now it's a matter of waiting for. I got to take my final exam. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like being back in college. Yeah, so uh, so listen, they did such a good job, you know. They had the pre-course work. You had to do tests. You had to do some things. You had to turn that in before you could attend the clinical session. Uh, at the clinical session, we did the ACLS test. Uh, we did our tw- minimum 20 patients. Um, and then uh, we have a final exam that we have to take uh, to get all of our paperwork in order. And then I have everything ready. I've already written out the check to North Carolina Dental Board, got the paperwork <laughs> filled out. I'm just waiting for my ACLS card and my uh uh, sedation paperwork so that we can submit it all to the board. So hopefully by the end of 2020, uh, we'll be able to provide IV sedation, uh, physically actually provided in the office. Uh, so I, I'm yeah. super excited. I, I'm not excited about doing my first sticks again. Yeah. So, but outside of that, uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. All right. Well, do you have any T-Bones tips for uh, anyone who's wanting to get into sedation? Yeah. So again, uh, if if you're looking for, look, uh, for, I think a great first step for any traditional general dentist, uh, a great first step is going to be oral sedation. It is easy to administer. It is safe. Uh, it is, you know, it is perfect for traditional general dentistry. It gets you comfortable with it. Yeah. And it sure. gets you comfortable. It gets you and your team, team too. you know, comfortable yeah. with it. And, um, uh, it, it was interesting to me. My team was more worried about the sedation than I was because I'm like, dude, it's just like, it's no different than oral sedation except it's safer and it's a it's quicker, it's yeah. a much more controlled routed administration. Right. Uh, so, uh, so that part was there. Uh, and then I would suggest people learn to add IV sedation uh, to their practice. And then I would, I still, you need to have services. So I believe that it's great to go ahead and have a local resource anesthesiologist or surgical center or whatever it is where you can uh, have those services for your patients uh, and for the patients are willing to pay. I mean, yeah. patients absolutely are willing to pay for it. Yeah. So, and I think you're, if you're placing implants and not doing sedation, there'd be a huge increase in implants. Yeah. If you're wanting you to do more sedation. surgical dentistry, I think uh, if, and if you're not offering sedation to every one of those patients, right. Uh, you're missing out on cases. Patients aren't telling Case you acceptance. they're afraid. Right. They're not going to tell no. you they're afraid. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so to me, that's been, it's massive. It's it's a it's a it's a real practice builder uh, for your practice. So if you're considering IV sedation, I highly recommend the Docs program. Uh, if you consider oral sedation, I highly recommend the 3D Dentist program and the Docs program. I'm going to be honest about that. Uh, we hope at 3D yeah. Dentist with Brian to be able to offer IV training. It's a goal for 2000, late 2021, early 2022 is probably more realistic. Um, and, and we're super excited for it. So anything else, yeah. Mayor Bear? I think that's it for this week. Thank you, guys, everybody. Thank you for allowing us to miss a week. Uh, next week, we'll kind of go over 
why I missed a Where week. in the world is T-Bone? No, no, it's just, uh, it's just why I missed it. So everybody have a great day. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your support. And uh, stay safe. And uh, let's make 2020 a good year despite all the stuff that's happening. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.